Rediscover the facets of yourself that have been kept hidden away for far too long. For just $1, you can take a journey and make it your ultimate transformation. Center of the Sun Plus offers more tools, support, and community to help you explore your inner realms. Click the link in the description to join today. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Are you spending days crying and nights wide awake? Sick of the changes you had to make because of the pandemic? We are your hosts, Amaria and, and Vaughn. You're listening to Center of the Sun podcast. Thank you for listening. Are you ready for your routine to change so your mood can finally shift? In the mornings, you make tea for yourself. In the afternoons, you take a long walk. All the while, wondering when the effects of your self-care will take hold. And you're frustrated. You don't have access to all the friends, family, or activities you're used to that bring you life. And there are too many uncertainties. As you wrestle with the unknown parts of yourself, you feel more afraid of what else could come from this. So you slip into marathon watching shows and you have minimal interest in them. Being short with those closest to you and not wanting to go outside sounds like grief. Are you ready to return your energy to yourself? Today on Center of the Sun, we will discuss rising above the seasonal funk in a COVID world. Let's do some intention setting for today. My intention is to just be more vibrant today because it's been really gloomy where I am in the world and I'm feeling sleepy, but energetic at the same time with some coffee. Devon, what about you? How are you feeling? Oh my God. I have been meditating on occupational therapy lately. Do you know any occupational therapists? I found out what that is really recently, and I know a bunch of people from Xavier that were, but that's it. Yeah, it's such an interesting, like, field of medicine or whatever it is, because literally, like, keeping yourself busy is a form of therapy. And I'm like, I think this is my ministry. I'm pretty sure this is how I do therapy, because I've just been busy as hell. I'm supposed to be on vacation, really, but I decided, you know, that it would be much easier to keep myself busy. So that is my intention was just to continue making things and continue just being, just being like a bad bee out here, a bad bitch, whatever. That's good. I'm excited (laughs) to be with you today for the podcast. 
my gosh thank you so much and that was a good hook thank you're you. about to you're about to take over you're about to be the co-owner in a minute Ew. but today talking about surviving the covid world i think you'll be healthier after today Amariah and I, we just want you to understand that you don't have to continue just existing. And by shedding light on the dark night of the soul, because I think it's important (laughs) to call it that. I don't know why it's so important, but you can, when you shed light on the dark night of the soul, you can take more control over the outcome. So, Amariah, the dark night of, of the soul, that's a weird word. To, that's a weird, that's a weird way to say it. What do you think? Yeah, some people call it seasonal affective disorder and other people call it spiritual depression and connected to the the sunlight and the changing of seasons. It's something that is good to talk about because we do have this like mini dark night of the soul every year. And you don't have to be nobody's fancy ass doctor with the $400,000 degree debt. Like you don't have to be a weird ass pastor being able to persuade the masses to believe anything you say. And regardless, knowing the, the basic symptoms and remedies for yourself is the best way to combat such odd feelings. So do you think that's, what do you think, Amariah? Yeah, I definitely think having that awareness and being able to differentiate this from other feelings such as grief or any other things that you typically feel during this time would be helpful. And right, yeah, because they're similar in ways, I think, because they're supposed to be like temporary. Both In both instances, grief and the dark night of the soul or spiritual depression is should be temporary, but they're also very different because one involves your one involves your alignment with your higher self. That's right. And there's a book called Seasonal Affective Disorder and Light Therapy using human-centered design to treat winter depression that says that according to the Oxford Handbook of Mood Disorders, seasonal affective disorder is described as a subtype of depression characterized by the reoccurrence of major depressive episodes in the fall or winter months. Oh my gosh. I also read in that book that it goes on to say that it's worth mentioning that these affective Depressive episodes must be associated with the changing season year over year in order to be classified as seasonal affective disorder. And this disorder is directly linked to the photo period, which is defined as the time between sunrise and sunset, which we know gets shorter and shorter until we get to solstice and is therefore more likely to occur in countries of northern latitude. Wow. Yeah. This disorder is, according to this journal, is directly linked to the photo period. It's comparable to the behavior of other mammals. So you just have to remember that the natural human behavior, it varies according to the photo period as a mean to as a means to adjust reproduction and feeding throughout different seasons. So it has a lot to do with our biological systems. Amariah, wouldn't you say wouldn't you say that's right? 
Yes, it definitely does. And we can talk about the the internal clock all the time. And the journal goes on to describe how the amenities of modern life with its shielded photo period allows humans to postpone their biological obedience. Individuals are not fully independent from experiencing changes in behavior of seasonal changes. So I'm sure that's a nod to us being glued to screens all the time and damn biological disobedience like our bill drag us journal this what biological obedience i never really thought about it in that way that's a weird way to it's a weird way to state it yeah (laughs) i think it i think this is translated from like norway or some some because it was hard to copy it copy a quote without having weird characters but i never really thought about it i i think about sex as biological biological obedience or disobedience or whatever depression or these circadian clocks or these feelings are a way just how our bodies work so that's cool i don't know do you think it's cool yeah i think that's just like an interesting way of putting it and I notice that for myself, even when I don't want to be scrolling on TikTok, I'm doing it anyway, and I'm, like, really into it, and I'm fighting myself, fighting sleep. Even with babies, like, they'll play and play until they pass out on the floor. They're just, like, literally so precious. Aww. And in addition, the United States National Institute of Health says symptoms of major depression are associated with this version of Dark Knight of the Soul. So you may, it feels intense because it mimics major depression, but it's not major depression because it's like a different condition of your mind. So, Amariah, you got a list, don't you? What are some of those, what are some of those symptoms? Or whatever. Yeah. What are those? some of those associations that are similar? Yeah, some of the associations are feeling depressed most of the day, nearly every day, losing interest in activities you once enjoyed, experiencing changes in appetite or weight, having problems with sleep, feeling sluggish or agitated, having low energy, feeling hopeless or worthless, difficulty concentrating, or frequent thoughts of death or suicide. Mm. Oh my God. Now that's a serious one. That's a big one. But you got to seek help if you have those feelings. There's a number. I don't know. What is it? Suicide Watch 100, 1 800 somebody? Um, Just in case. I think that has to be a disclaimer anytime you bring it up. Absolutely. Um, but there's a suicide hotline if you're if you're struggling. 1-800-273-8255. There's a counselor. But if you're having, even if it is seasonal depression, because I'm like, a lot, it's like the darkness and stuff. It's just if you are overcome with it, especially in winter, there's even a winter pattern, seasonal affective disorder. It's not even a de- depression, but it feels like it where you are oversleeping you're overeating, particularly eating too much bread. Like I love biscuits in the winter, biscuits and toast and things of that nature, but craving carbohydrates. There's a lot of cookies and stuff that we eat during this time. There is also a lot of weight fluctuation, social withdrawal, 
hibernation. I know I feel like hibernating sometimes. I do anyway, but I hibernate all the entire year. So it doesn't matter to, for me. It's not seasonal because it's in constant, but specific symptoms, those specific symptoms also may be a part of the summer as well. So trouble sleeping, poor appetite. There are various symptoms that could be associated with this biological obedience of the world turning around and us reacting to it. So there's also there's restlessness and agitation, anxiety, and episodes of violent behavior. So if you're having any sort of like dark night of the soul, this is why we call stuff evil or dark or because it's just stuff we don't understand. But sometimes it's just the world turning and us reacting and there's signals and things going on. I don't know. Amariah, what do you think? Yeah, I think we arrived to a junction where the world, where the word darkness represents all the beautiful things we may discover on our path. And this is where our magic comes from. That is particularly why you cannot be afraid. You can't be afraid to feel your feelings, especially when they come to you when you're just sitting quietly in a room somewhere and then you have to give yourself permission to let those feelings pass on along. And your feelings are your truest guide. You may also experience multiple instances of these episodes during your soul development. Yeah, these experiences also are cyclical in nature. So watch out, girl. There are ways to break those cycles, though, with awareness and intention if they no longer serve you. Mm, And if you could do that, oh my God, you could improve literally any and every aspect of your life. So I don't know. Do you have any experiences, Amariah? Ooh, do you have any story, any good, any of those good stories? (laughs) I do have some good stories. Let me set it up with explaining a little bit about a Saturn return, which is similar to a dark night of the soul in terms of like it being a spiritual concept in astrology. And a Saturn return is the phenomenon when Saturn moves back into the same zodiac sign it was in at your birth. And this occurs about every 29 years. Astrologer Chani Nicholas states Saturn return asks us to define ourselves for ourselves, not for our family, not for society, not for any fantasy anyone else has of us. So we're really determining who we want to be. And Jenny goes on to say the first of your Saturn returns, because this happens every 29 years, is the possibly the most shocking and the most commonly spoken of. And it's shocking because it's a reality check. Because for the first time, or our mortality starts to dawn on us in a way that is rooted in our physical experience. No matter how cute you are, you too will get old and die. Oh, yeah, that's powerful! Oh my god! Yeah, and it is. And knowing this, I naturally brace myself with fear um, about what this ringed planet could have in store for me. Would I be more fierce or more rigid on the other side of my Saturn return? Would I change careers, lose friendships? And did I even have a choice in any of this? Was I just like along for the ride on this planet? They always say that those rings are like ice and minerals and stuff. It's probably something else, though. It's probably something crazy. Or what do you think the rings represent, though? 
of Saturn. Yeah. Um, Have you ever thought about it? I haven't really, but the first thing that came to my mind was like protective energy, like around this planet that means so much and is like so stable. That's part of what Saturn is, is about like material stability and like order. You know what? I actually, oh, cool. I have two theories. So what came to my mind second, so what first came to my mind was like ornamentation or like a ring, like literally like we just, I think it's just maybe there's some beings out there that just prefer to have like ornaments everywhere, even on their planet. Get it on there. Or, or I just thought about too, you know how we have a lot of space junk? We have a lot of satellites and shit. I bet it's space junk. From million, like millions of years ago, like all this junk just coalesced in one. But anyway, but that's trash? neither here nor there. It's probably junk. I think it's trash. Either trash or something unnecessary. I don't think it's or it's ice, unnecessary ice. But it's okay. I think the unknown, the darkness of it. Not the darkness, but the the fact that we don't know. I think is the metaphor. Yeah. We can only see a shadow. Because have you seen it? I've seen Saturn. Saturn? Yeah, Saturn. Yeah. I think Saturn is out right now in the sky. It's cute. Mm-hmm. It's real cute. So cute. It's so like bright. a little. It's like a little bloop bloop. It's like a little thing. But I've seen it in a telescope too. You ever see it in a telescope? No, just binoculars. Yeah. What's it look like? Um, did you see the rings? I saw with the binoculars one of the moons of Saturn. Shut up. Yeah. Ooh, I never saw moon. Super cool. I saw the rings though. Yeah. We went to the amazing. planetarium. You weren't with me? No. Damn. It was for somebody's birthday. I don't know. But uh, we went to the planetarium in Cincinnati and we got to see it. We stood we stood in line. It wasn't a long line, but it was so cool. And then after that I saw the solar eclipse. And then everything was like weird. But anyway, yeah. Tell me more about Saturn. What happened? Yeah. During my Saturn return, when I first started in 2017, I really started to interrogate myself and found out that I can expand the meaning of what I can do. For example, I became a student at the Gestalt Institute of Cleveland. And one of the things I wrestled with in the classes that I was taking, which were all about being present and building relationships with people that are more than surface level. I was trying to get over my like fear of public speaking, but really just like the fear of being misunderstood or misrepresenting myself or being too vulnerable, wrong. And I've definitely talked about that, I think, in an earlier episode of The Center of the Sun. So when I first started the program, I missed the first day, which... If you know me, that is not something that I normally would do, but I was out of the country. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I missed the first day, which I was worried about, like, oh, what impression am I going to leave on people if I show up the second day? And they were like, who is this person? And I found out that the night before, everybody gave these presentations about who they are. And some people shared music, some people, like, told stories or just some sort of performance that exemplifies like who they are and I didn't get to do mine that weekend so I was just like there for four days without people like knowing who I am like what am I doing (laughs) wow yeah that's weird that's awkward as hell but yeah it was awkward because I had to just be who I am at face value without the opportunity to share more widely and 
the next. And to do it in the fanciest, shiniest way possible with yeah. a song and a dance. Like you have to do it all raw and natural. Yeah, I wanted to do something. The following time that we met, which was like a month later, I got to do my presentation and I um, was just like freaking out about it almost and had a uh, moment. I talked with one of the facilitators and she's like, do whatever you want to do. And maybe you, that's like you get everyone and ask them to sit on the floor in a circle around you and you turn off all the lights and take off your shoes. And that's what I did. And I just started talking without any sort of script or anything. And I talked about my ancestors and my granny and like where I come from and why I'm there. And this was the very beginning of my Saturn return. So this was about two years ago, three years ago, and I feel like I've changed so much. And some of it's because of me and being more willing to put myself out there. And some of it's because of other people and what we've shared together. And the questions that um, I wrote for myself after the program ended were, what would it look like to say something more in the moment, even if it ruins the mood? How can I pay more attention and name my emotions? How can I move things to the here and now in ways that don't feel like too much? And Wow, that's cool. I want to know the answer. How would you feel? What does it feel like to, what do I call it? Blow up a room or just not give a fuck no more and just stand up and just say whatever. Do you, have you had opportunities to do that? Yeah, I have and I'm... A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
realizing that I just do it in a different way than other people do. And that's okay. Um, And that I'm respected for it and really just like realizing what my worth is. Yeah, because I was just about to be like, what's the alternative? The alternative is like walking on eggshells and like saying sorry when you're not actually sorry. And it's no, like you have just as much opportunity. It's just like religion. If everybody else gets to be proud about their religion and do what they want to do, like, why can't I be? Why can't I stand up too? So it's that journey forward in your mind that makes you more sure about yourself. But there's a progression. I don't know. It's weird. And I unfortunately don't remember my journeys. It's like darkness for real. Like for me, it's I turn it off. So it's hard to articulate it, but that's why you should be conscious. That's why it's good to be conscious and write it down and give yourself good memories. Yeah, I definitely had to do that. Like the reflection piece was helpful. I know you've talked about your eclipse, your eclipse experience. That's weird. See, but I always do stuff and then I go off on the deep end. Like I always, it always freaks me out and not the deep end, like not, but my version of the deep end. But yeah, it was the eclipse where I realized it really into this, like the memory of this, of me being so, of me, like when your mind realizes the totality of the universe, like how big it is. It's just crazy. Like when when it clicked and then I was just like, what? I don't know. It was weird. But I just felt so big and so small. Like my mind was so big. Like my mind was going three million light years a minute or whatever. I don't even know if that's the right unit to say. But I was like just six feet tall. Six two. I'm like, how am I this little? But I can think about, it was like my mind was at the sun, but I couldn't leave the earth. But my mind was up there. It was the oddest thing. And I felt so big and so small at the same time. And I could not articulate it. And I was like, wow, that is God right there. That is what God is to me. Like being big and small, being big and small at the same exact time, infinite and not at the same. It's so weird. But but I don't process things well or easily. <laughs> so, of course, I, like, I don't know. I think I, like, partied a lot. And when I say a lot, a lot. A new experience. A lot of new experiences. But I learned. I also learned during that time that I liked group sex. That was fun. Great. That was a fun development. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy for you. But it was not cute, though. And I literally had to cut those people off. I feel bad, but I'm like, oh no. But it was a good, it was a journey. It was a fun time, but I'm like, wow. Half the things that I've gone through, I don't remember very well. But but yeah, it's a dark night of the soul, but that was just one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the most recent where I was like, oh no. I was like, where I was like, oh, this is it. That's when I realized I was having a dark night of the soul. Because that was, I was already on the process of learning about other dimensions and stuff like that. For sure. And I knew there was something to know. That's what it was like. There was something that was like, there's like a result. There's like a higher place. There's a higher thoughts to have. or Like I knew there was like something I needed to, to know about myself. And yeah, but... You have to be conscious of it. 
because it passes by you because you go through it every year. It's, it's seasonal. It's like you should. It's like the story of Jesus. It's like this like pattern that goes around. Well, um, that's something every, that I appreciate about it because. I know that I'm just not always going to get it right every time that this opportunity comes about. And there are going to be multiple Saturn returns in my lifetime. And I have a chance every year to connect with that. But at the end of the day, self-worth is all you have. And it's okay to feel powerless in these situations you don't need perfection. I was thinking about this last night. You just need more options. You don't need everything to be 100% okay because that would be boring. That would probably be worse. We have a few things to help you cultivate. Just from our opinion, just a few things you could do to cultivate more options during this time because you're not going to be able to just wash all of the things away. So let me see. Some of those things are you can do things like fill your life with activities you love. I know personally, I love to go to Walmart and Staples and go to the art section or go to the journal section and just look at the different new things that they have, the new developments that they have, and to get new pens as well. I think... For my opinion as well, I think trying to decrease grains and seed oils <laughs> to, and then increasing your vegetable intake and your saturated fats. So getting more coconut oil. If you eat meat, go ahead and eat a little bit of lard. You don't eat a lot of it, but just, just do the things that help your body regenerate because you can't digest a lot of the synthetic stuff that we eat in moderation. You need to be eating every, you need to be balancing your diet and doing everything in moderation. I also would suggest fasting and meditation. So find a fasting and meditation regimen that works for you. And Mariah, we were just talking earlier how I hate meditation, but I do binaural beats. So you have to just find it what, what works for you. Do you have anything else, Mariah? Yeah, I do. So something that really helps me is cleaning my physical spaces, especially my bedroom, making sure my laundry's folded and making sure there's no glasses from the night before in my, in my room. And also a place that I keep sacred is my car. Yeah, it's just nice to throw out all those receipts and vacuum it out and maybe spray a little scent in there just so it's nice Aww. and smell good for you and your trips. Wow. Yeah. I get mad at my car and I throw things in it and I don't clean it up. I'm just like, not things, but I like, I'll, one time I got mad at a glass, at a, I was mad at something and I threw a mug back in the back seat and I didn't look back there for like three months. I'm like, no. And then somebody wanted to go back there. I'm like, oh shit, maybe I should clean out my car. But, yeah. but yeah, yeah, you got to do something. That's important. got to keep yourself busy. Yes. Another suggestion that we have is maybe find some new clothes or a gift for yourself and also helping your community. It feels even if that's like writing a letter to somebody that can be a good right. way to connect and just put some joy out there. So there are also like a little bit more intense ways that you could use, you could combat these feelings of depression during this time. So the the seasonal affective disorder journal 
It says that serotonin is a neurotransmitter that regulates anxiety, happiness, and mood. And at a low level of serotonin transmission, the likelihood of depression increases substantially. It goes on to say that there is a serotonin hypothesis in the seasonal affective disorder uh, clinical diagnosis stating that in winter, the decreased amount of sunlight leads to de- a deficiency of central serotonin. Amariah, why did you put this big ass word in here? Serotonergic, central serotonergic transmission and the development of a clinical depression in patients with seasonal affective depression. And in and, and, and other, can you explain that in, in better words, smarty pants? Sure. Yeah. In other words, the serotonin system in the human brain could be directly regulated by light, thus resulting in a low level serotonin transmission in the wintertime. So as soon as light hits the retina ganglion cells, they transmit a signal to the SCN, which is a part of the brain or some sort of nerve that is not only responsible for the circadian rhythm, but also connected to another part of the brain called the Rafe nuclei. That's really cool. Yeah. Wow. This hub is known to be the origin of all serotonin neurons in the brain. Because of the reduced amount of light during the winter, the Rafe nuclei is likely to be less effective. And as a result, levels of serotonin in some individuals can be almost extinct, finally leading to a major increase of probability of a depressive episode. Damn. This is just one of the many theories that help us understand why our feelings shift so much. Literally, when the earth turns, and I always forget that part. Like, the earth literally turns away from the sun. It's summer in, where is it summer? It's summer in Brazil right now. I only know that because I have a Brazilian bay. But, and it's just seasons are opposite. But, but when there's no sunlight, there's no serotonin. It's crazy. It's weird. Yeah, but, so frustrating. Uh, it's super frustrating. And basically, when light decreases outside of our body, our bodies know it. And it's almost like our minds and bodies are connected. There's a mind-body connection, Amariah. Oh, my God. But they're connected, but they're not the same thing. Ultimately, though, the mind has control over the body, right? Otherwise, you would not be able to get back into your old self. Yeah. So if the body was only, if it was only the body working, you wouldn't be able to think or ask questions or correct or anything. I think what the mind has created, our minds have created our clinical treatments as well to help supersede the signals in the body. And you can go to the doctor and get antidepressants or do some talk therapy, some psychotherapy. There's various things that, that you could do. But uh, that wouldn't be center of the sun if we told you just go to the doctor, Amariah. <laughs> Do you have any, like, anything that you, if you don't have, like, major depression, like, what could somebody do, like, at home? Because this is, like, intense. Psychotherapy, yeah, I'm good. Your options um, at your disposal. So you could increase your light exposure indoors. This is one I like to do. Travel to a location with a greater amount of sunshine. I like to go around February, maybe to Florida. 
keep a logical and consistent daily schedule. So maybe it's getting up at the same time and having your meals at the same time or something and making sure that you you keep your planner consistent. And following a plan of physical activities, exercise is very crucial in this. You might even try to enlist other people in this. I have a weekly date with a friend and we we get on Zoom and each of us does whatever workout we want to do. Like maybe it's trampoline or a bow flex or just sitting and meditating. Wow. Not a bow flex and a trampoline. What the hell are y'all doing? Get, go sit down. If you don't sit and be fit, you ever watch sit and be fit? No. On PBS. Girl, look it up. I sit and be fit, girl. That sounds great. <laughs> it's literally just tapping your feet. It's for people who, who can't really, who don't got a lot of mo- mobility. So they can still sit and be fit, though. You better get your arms up in the air. But but you also said you did some yard work the other day. Or aren't you tired, sore from doing yard work? That's I, a good way. <laughs> yeah, I am sore from doing yard work. I raked leaves and pulled out just like dead plant matter from around my house and it was very active active little baby get active little mama yes (laughs) so active you can also just think about your carbon take and increase your vitamin d wear warmer clothes to combat cold hands and feet i love a soft blanket i love a warming blanket tell your body it's warm outside yes yes and maybe try out an infrared sauna or even some bright light therapy, like a dawn simulator. Like I have a wake up clock and it simulates the sunrise up until when I have it go off every day. Yeah. So that, that journal of a, of a seasonal affective disorder, it says that the best dawn simulators is so if you do get a dawn simulator, the best ones are the fluorescent light box ones and they, intensified light greater than 2500 lux and a lux is a square meter of a lumen which is a unit of light so like our light bulbs they measure them in lumens this is 12 lumen, like 12 lumens or something so a square so that cubed like a, a, a cube of lumen is a lux and multiply the bet that by 2500 and now you have light box just a space a large space of light is the preferred device for light therapy and the starting dose of light therapy using a light box is about 10,000 lux for 30 minutes and maybe I'm hopefully I'm saying lux maybe I should say lux I don't know how you say it because lux sounds like a really cheap card like a prepaid debit card from kroger or something but anyway light therapy it should be started in the early morning to maximize treatment response also light boxes should filter out ultraviolet wavelengths to avoid toxicity because there are still toxic forms of light that's weird doesn't isn't that weird that there are still toxic forms of light yeah, like we, even from a light box, a dawn simulator, we still have to filter out certain wavelengths because it can, bur- if it give you sunburn, basically, oh, give damn. you cancer. But, and then information is transmitted through that light. It's so weird. Anyway, but response often occurs. So this journal says response often re- occurs within one week of light therapy. 
but it can take up to two to four weeks for some patients. Common side effects include headache, eye strain, nausea, agitation to the mild extent. So be correct your positioning when you do light therapy. That's very important to maintain the right amount of illumination and light therapy is not associated with ocular or retinal damage. So <laughs> hopefully you don't have damage to your eyes because it's not light therapy. You need to put, you need to back away from the damn TV. But anyway, some patients might be, they might have a better reaction from light simulators. And for some other people like me, I would be pissed looking at the light simulator. So I would have to do Reiki or something like that where our eyes are closed. Isn't that a good, isn't that a good way? A yeah. good alternative? Yeah, absolutely. I think energy balancing and Reiki can definitely bolster the self-care routines that we put in place for ourselves over the winter. And it's really just like helpful, maybe even once a month or something to see somebody for some sort of healing modality, whether it's Reiki or massage or acupuncture, whatever floats your boat, just to balance your energy and have a healer accompany you on that journey. Yeah, because it's like the light from the sun is not sufficient. So you could use like the direction of someone else's light from their body. Like I could see how that's beneficial and could affect your serotonin. Do you think it has an effect on serotonin, those kind of healing modalities? I I think it, it does for me personally. I usually feel just lifted after Reiki sessions and even just like feeling cared for by another person. Them like spending time working with me around a topic is is fulfilling. So I could see that it might increase serotonin. That's interesting. Yeah, because it's like the fact it's just the realization that somebody cares for you. Even that could be transformative or whatever it is like that could really get you together you know like i think that would be like that could be enough for some people especially people who are skeptics of it it's, yeah you're just it's the same feeling as a mother to a child you know how a mother feels for a child and a child feels for a mother it's just the same it's all a chemical reaction yeah oh, it's all a chemical reaction just depending on what you think but Yes. And yeah, I really love like watching the, the TikTok videos of little tiny babies set to like cute music because it's such a boost. It's just, yeah, I love it. And I'm like a baby animal fanatic. I sent you a baby goat today with curly hair. It's so cute. Like, why is your tongue out? <laughs> Who told you to be so cute? Get out of here. Oh my God. But it, but it's the same feeling. It's that feel good Toxin, <laughs> not a toxin, but I love it. <laughs> get it in my body. But but you can get it with anything. You can get it eating. You can get it shopping. That's why anything can be an addiction because you can. It's the reward centers and stuff. Absolutely. I feel like you can use your cognition to your advantage, and especially if you're feeling down. Don't forget that there could be a reason why. There could be like a larger reason why. For sure. And the first step is to embrace the idea that you're having an issue in the first place. Yeah. And the second step is to resolve it with common sense. 
We pulled the journal of a seasonal affective disorder. We looked at the government's website about seasonal affective disorder at the National Institute of Health. We looked at Amariah's website to give us more information or we use stories from other people. Amariah, do you have anything else for us? I just feel for everyone just like immense care at this time of the year and hope that you have the the support systems around you to facilitate some of the self-care because we never do it. We're we're never like doing any of this alone. Definitely feel free to tap into those resources and maybe even explore some of the offerings that I have on fluidjourney.com. I will have another group offering coming up in December where I will facilitate a group Reiki session that will be free. So if you want more about that, please visit my website, which is fluidjourney.com. Yes. And the Reiki is a good way. It's a healing modality. It's ancient too. I love it. But there are a lot of things, but you don't have to be, you don't have to be alone. Somebody cares. We care. We care. We care a lot. Amari, what are you going to do today Um, or tonight? It's night now. It is night now. My sister just got home from work, so I'll probably chat with her because my other sister told us today that she's having a baby. So I'm excited to gush about that. Wowzer. Well, what's weird about babies during the pandemic, the one thing that's so weird and that's actually very good and that we don't know what's going on across the world. So, you know, like in Handmaid's Tale, you ever see Handmaid's Tale? I've seen it. Yeah. And everybody couldn't have kids. Right. And so now in the pandemic, there are no preemies. Hmm. Every kid is healthy. Every baby is healthy. Like at the beginning of the pandemic, it was so weird. At the beginning of the pandemic, there were no orders for like artificial milk, like synthetic milk. When there's, they order it, that shit all the time. Like they're used to ordering and they were like, why doesn't nobody want no artificial milk? And it was because there were no preemies. Everybody was ready to be breastfed. Everybody can drink Similac or be breastfed. They didn't need none of that preemie stuff. They And it was just weird. But it wasn't just like America. It was Italy. It was Spain. It was Iraq. It was across the world. There was no premature babies. It's something about this pandemic. Either women, either mothers are and spiritually get it together antibodies clank clank or there's a healing effect that's happening yeah with I wonder, something external or i wonder too if it's like for people giving birth like if it's like they're trying to get them out of the hospital faster spiritually or something so that they're not like around any sort of illnesses for an experience but women aren't going in labor early to begin with yeah that's what's weird. Nobody is early. So, yeah. Congratulations to your daughter, to your sister. Uh, <laughs> I have four nibblings. I'll have four nibblings. Oh, that's cute. That's weird. It sounds like a McDonald's bev- or side dish. <laughs> White Castle nibblers. They, call, they sell them at White Castle called nibblers. Oh, yeah, the fish nibblers. <laughs> Sorry, you made me think of that. <laughs> the gender neutral term for niece and nephew. That's funny. I like it. It makes me want to. They're probably cute. They're probably cute. You can eat them. But oh, congratulations on the new nibbler. And, Thank you. Or the, the Negro gender neutral nephew. Nibbling. But I can't even do it. It's so bad. 
It's, I'm trying not to laugh when I say it, but I can't. Anyway, congratulations. Thank and I you. hope you have a good chat. Yeah. And I will keep in touch with you. And yeah. All right. Stay up, friend. And stay yeah. out the outro, stay out of the astral worlds. Go into the mental space. Go into the higher. The, they're less scary. Well, I was just in my house, so I wasn't that scared. You know what? But the astral, I don't like doing it in my house because it just feels creepy when mm. I'm because I'm just alone all the time. So if I'm alone in the astral world and alone in the real world, I just it's too much alone. But but I like going into the mental field of my mind, mm-hmm. my consciousness. Um not interacting with any other consciousness, only interacting with my consciousness. Yeah, that's a cool one. That's a cool, me- that's a method. Yeah, I'll have to send you Saturn, my Saturn binaural beat. Yeah, please do. Um, I'm excited to, to, to go hear into it. The mental, yeah. To the mental realm. Okay. All right. Thanks again. And I will talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye, Devon. All righty. Bye-bye. When you make the brave decision to venture within, you will unlock your true potential so you can push forward with confidence, conviction, and a purpose. For only $1, you can become a Center of the Sun Plus Gold member and get closer to that purpose. No matter how difficult the process may be, remember it's your resilience and commitment that will ultimately lead you to where you want to go.